Yeah, Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling to start us off for this uh, Tuesday. Here are Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Tuesday, 9th of March. Tuesday, eh? Tuesday, eh? Don't you love them? Don't you just love them? Ah, you can't beat a good old Tuesday. They don't get better than that, I tell you. You can't beat it with a big steak. Especially this one, Jim. Oh, I tell you. (laughs) Glorious as Tuesdays go, I tell you. you. How was your old Tuesday, head? Oh, all right. I'm going to have to go to the dentist again today. All right, okay. My gum has inflamed... My oh, gum no. has inflamed. So oh, I think... God. Is it outraged at something, is it? It might be. Yeah. I think it feels terrible. <laughs> uh, so my gum is inflamed and I have, to, I have to get back into the dentist. So my, my root canal Jeez, I, I don't dragging. suppose there's any chance that the treatment for an inflamed gum is rest, is it? Might be. Like if you had to rest your gums as in, you know, and rest your <laughs> mouth and everything. That, would, that wouldn't be that's hard your treatment, is it? It'd be a hard thing for me to do. <laughs> I might have no choice. Like maybe you have to kind of, you know... Stop air and stuff getting in by keeping your mouth closed. No, no, no. I'm not very good at these things, Jim. <laughs> I'm not very good at these things. So when is that? When is that happening? Today. You have to get in there So today this isn't the, the standard follow-up. This is like, oh, no, no we this, need to go in again. This is emergency follow-up oh. from what happened before. This hey, is listen. emergency follow-up. Show and here's me bragging about how easy it all was. Yeah, and ever since you... Um, Some I, things are like that, Jim. They start out easy. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then they, they take a sudden turn for the worse. Yeah, yeah. And everything ends up inflamed. <laughs> But um, uh, it's a good job. Ever since you mentioned that you have that super duper bells and whistles insurance policy, you've suddenly found a whole load of ailments. I've been pulling ailments literally out of every part of my body, and I intend to keep doing so. It's like you intended to get the absolute value you could. Next of all, you'd be coming in telling me you're pregnant. Yeah, just so I can get the child counselling. Meatloaf here at Classic Kids that do anything for love, but I won't do that. Uh, thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Tuesday, 9th of March. We're about to do the birthdays, but I'm afraid, my old friend, they're not a great bunch. Oh, no. Okay, right. It's a, a t- Tuesday birthday. It's a poor It's a poor selection, I has to say. I mean, look, it'll tell you straight off the bat when you're starting with Martin Fry. Martin Fry? <laughs> exactly. Is, is he men behaving badly? No, he's. Um, he was actually in this very building, in this very studio. Was he? Yeah, because he is the lead singer of A, B, C. Oh, is he? Yeah, Martin Fry, the big tall blonde guy. Jeepers, what did they sing again? What did, what did they sing? Shoot that poison arrow. Oh, to- that's them. All that, yeah. And, uh, and uh, the look of love. They're good songs, man. There you go, you see. They're good songs. I like them, yeah. Yeah, so I- um, from Sheffield, apparently. Of course he is, yeah. Big steel walker heading him. Steel walker, you know, he's got that about him, doesn't he? You know what I mean? You know yeah. he got a lot well, of They're grief. very unkind on this. They have a written down, uh, it's written down here as Martin Fry, spotty Sheffield singer. Yeah, he is a spotty Sheffield singer. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Ah, you can see where they're coming from. Oh, God imagine. almighty. I can imagine his old man. you got to stop with that silly music. Or whatever Sheffield accent is. <laughs> you got to get your hat on your head and come down mine with me and your brother. Wasting your time singing your poison, shooting arrows up your ABCs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's been like he's been around in it for, yeah, for a long, long oh, time. Oh yeah, no, I mean, obviously they were a huge 80s band. Yeah. But as I say, he was in here. Um, and I, from what I remember, he was good crack. I think Boylan had a good bit of crack with him, had him in, in a video and all that sort of stuff. Really? He was on yeah. the Boylan show? That's a strange fit. Well, no, he was just around the building and Boylan did his oh, kind of just, like... Hey, ah, come here, I know you. Come yeah. here, get in the video with me here till I show you what I... Would you say uh, shoot poison arrow through a fella for the thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if a fella shot a poison arrow at you now, what would your reaction be? Call me now. If you catch it like that. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, he'd be like, um, oh, that's a, uh, he's, 
Late 59. 63. Oh, jeepers, all right. Not so yeah, bad, 63. not so bad. Right, what about this? Uh, <laughs> Juan Sebastian Vaughan. Oh, Varane. Varane oh, yeah. He was brilliant. I used to love watching Varane. Yeah, what was his nickname? He had a nickname, like the... Was there something okay. witch, was it, or the... What was his nickname again? Vivu. <laughs> Something like that. Cost a fortune at the time. Back in the day, that was a huge fortune. money. Yeah, he was never he, supposed to justify it. And then and then he cost Chelsea a fortune as well he when he did, went he there. Cost, he was one of them fellas, he just like, ended up costing people money no matter where he went. Wasn't he? He was one yeah. of them. Like he came, they came with a price tag, and then he was always. He came in at trouble. the same time as Van Nistelrooy. That's right, yeah. But he was like twice the price of Van Nistelrooy. I know, Van Nistelrooy. Oh, he was twice, twice the, player. the player. Yeah, yeah big exactly. time. Uh, so he got a little bit overshadowed and all of that, but he was a great character. He was mm. one of those big personalities, you know. Yeah. Sort of a uh, Decanio light. Yeah. Way, you know. It was kind of like. Um yeah, he had that mystique around he him, did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then it never quite happened, really. Not really. Yeah. But then again, Good, but not. Yeah, even great, but not great enough for that <laughs> team. Do you know what I was talking to that, wasn't there? Touch of that about it, all right, uh, I'd say he's about, oh, 46. Yes! Ah, good on. Well done, I'll you. Take that one. Well done, you. Right, what about this? Um, and this will tell you again how I was kind of clutching at straws a bit. Juliette Binoche. Binoche? Mm. She's the famous baker, is she? <laughs> well, funny you should say that. Uh, sexy, it says here, Oscar-winning uh, French actress, star of Chocolat. Oh, that's who she is. She's brilliant, actually. I've never seen that movie. Great movie. It's a great movie, yeah. And also, apparently, she was in The English Patient, which... Terrible <laughs> Surprise, movie. surprise. I've never seen that movie Oh, either. my God, don't ever watch that movie. Jim, it's unbelievable. It's a fella in bed for three hours. It's, that's, it's a fella oh, in bed for three hours. I talking about this. Yeah. It is the most unbelievably never... And then there was the time that I fell down and the mine went off on my hand. <laughs> that was the beginning of the pain. And then that's Ray Fiennes, isn't it? Oh, he's, a, that. he's terrible, man. Right. I know he's like lauded as one of the greatest actors ever, and Mister Super Theater and all that. Oh my! Watch me that movie. It's appalling. <laughs> it's appalling. Did that not win a load of, of awards, prizes? Um, I was going to say it's a awards. Pr- and yeah, stuff. and it didn't even deserve a prize. It didn't <laughs> even deserve a prize, and it won all these awards. And it was just your man going, Is there any chance of some salpadine? She, uh, what's your name? Juliette Binoche won the best support. Won an Oscar for that. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised because she had to stand next to your man and take him seriously for three hours. That was hard. Very hard. Yeah. Like, she's for very good. Outstanding contribution to being bored to death. Juliet Binoche. And she was like, thank you. Genuinely the <laughs> toughest jib I ever had. Uh, i, I got to say, what age is she now? She could be... Oh, 52. Oh, not bad. 57. Oh, okay. 57. And then this is where, <laughs> unfortunately, we come to a grinding halt. <laughs> oh, you're right. Because your choice is left. You can have uh, two rugby players. Oh, God. Or a rapper. <laughs> two rugby players or a rapper? <laughs> yeah. Literally basically. the two things in the world. That's what I'm saying. That's what it was a tough pair of things. You've either got. Now, I'll give you kind of heads up on a couple of these, right? right. So, Martin Johnson was the English captain who caused all the controversy that day in Croke Park, I think. Right? What did he do? You know, because... Or, or no, it was oh, when they wouldn't sorry. stand on the right side or something. I know, like. I know what you're talking about. You know about. all that? Yeah, Mary Robinson, they made her walk off the carpet because yeah. they decided they wanted to stand. Yeah, in so he, he was that, I think. Yeah. Or was that Lawrence Del- oh, It doesn't Mary matter, right? Anyway, maybe, whatever. Anyway. And then Bill Beaumont... Does that name ring a bell? Bill Beaumont. He used to be on a question of sport on the telly. He was an English rugby captain as well. No, I don't know him. No. Right. Or you can have 
Lil Bow Wow. I'll go for him. <laughs> I'll go for him. He Lil feels Bow more wow. culturally significant. Little Bow Wow. Yeah. Had his first yeah. uh, rap record when he was just 13. Of course he did, yeah. And do you know what it was called? I oh, know. Well, his big hit was called Bow Wow. That's my name. Is that the name of for track one? I ain't going to clean up my plates for no one, not even my mom. You don't tell me what to do. I'm 13, y'all mofos. I don't even watch the Ruggedy Ball. Uh, I gotta say, I don't know what. Uh, this is very hard to know. Exactly. 22. He's <laughs> 34. How is he going on He's in? no longer Lil Bow Wow. Jeez, imagine being 34 and you're 20 years in hip hop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's a hell, you know. It's quite an accomplishment, you it know. It certainly is. Do you want to have a stab at Martin Johnson and Bill Bowen? Okay, uh, Martin Johnson, 70, 71. 51. Jeepers. And the other fellas, 38. <laughs> 69. <laughs> Ireland's classic hits. And now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boylan Show. Weekdays from 12. This is Ireland's classic hits. Cheers. Thank you, Tara. Uh, 6.32. How are you this morning on your Tuesday? I'm sleep deprived because I stupidly stayed up late last night watching Harry and Meghan. Oh, wow. Uh, it was a complete waste of two hours of my life that I'm <laughs> never going to get back. I nearly fell back asleep again this morning and didn't make it into work. Oh, my God. The weather God. is going to be SH1T. I was just about to say that. That was a very pretty forecast you were no, giving and I think it it's I think it's in for the week is it? I think it is well certainly towards the weekend anyway we're stuck with it for a few more days so literally you have to look on the bright side of life so I've decided the only thing to do here is eat, eat. that is a very eat. good idea That's, if, it's the one reliable it is you can always it? turn to it yeah, bit of comfort oh, eating definitely. bit of comfort eating I'm thinking I might actually sorry you're probably not even aware of this Jim myself and, and T- PJ had a bit of a Twitter spat at the weekend oh really oh, we did, yeah. over asparagus gate Oh right. Mm. Um, I'm assuming he. What? Actually, I'm, now I'm confused. I'm not, I was going to say I'm assuming you're anti-asparagus. No, PJ, I, I but, love asparagus. But you're, oh, you're pro. It's the meaning. It's the means of to an end that I was disgusted about. It's the way that her asparagus was getting cooked upset me. How would tell you cooking your asparagus? In the I can't believe. You know, I feel like somebody out of the UN here. Okay, yeah. let me go back. I'm, I'm just involved in some bilateral negotiations about <laughs> asparagus, which I cook in the kettle. What? In yes. The kettle? Do you see why I was the so same upset? kettle you used to cook your tea? Yeah, and well, just you change the water, like I know, you know you but don't use the asparagus water does your for tea, your tea. Does your tea smell of wee? No, it doesn't smell of wee. I bet it, it does. No, I bet it, does it does not smell of wee. <laughs> but it's the easiest way to cook asparagus: just stick it in a boiled kettle of water and leave it there for about two what, minutes. What? Just use a, that's it. It's just done. use a pot with what boiling water in it? No, sure. The or a pan? No, <laughs> the kettle takes less energy to heat up, so. Oh, look at this! Oh my God! I'm I tell you, Tara's like... one step away from uh, uh, fish in the in the dishwasher. I, well, that's what she came back to me at. She was given out to me because I thought that was a good idea. Yes, from oh, a man who cooks steak in a toaster, like yeah. It shows yes. something. You're both as bad as each other. Well, you unbelievable. Were, well, that's made you literally the worst chairperson <laughs> in this debate. So it's steak, yeah. eggs, and asparagus for breakfast. Today, what is your course. verdict, uh, Mr. Chairman? I I declared they're both completely insane. <laughs> insane, totally. Do you know something? I'll settle for it. <laughs> Kylie Minogue spinning around here at Classic Hits in Africa with Toto or Toto with Africa, even. See, I'm spinning around. Spinning around. Hey, see what I did there. <laughs> Uh, thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim Tuesday morning here at Classic Hits uh, Tuesday 9th of March uh, Thanks a million for all of the Whatsapps 087 we get to read them all even if we don't get a chance to give you a shout out or acknowledge them or whatever but we do we do get to see them that's for sure uh, Some of them I'll just pick my way through a few of these uh, see if I can avoid getting myself into trouble um, What's this? Brian the councilman in Limerick uh, was on to say oh, that talk about the asparagus in the kettle 
uh, which Tara was saying. You were saying you had a Twitter spot with Tara. Yeah, outrageous behaviour, yeah. About, about she cooks her asparagus in the kettle. Yeah. Right, he says, it reminds me of the time we tried to deep fat fry an egg. Ah, oh, jeepers, who does such a dirty thing? Well, obviously nobody anymore because it ended very badly and apparently the thing exploded all over the kitchen. The egg did? Yeah. Good enough, you. I'm gl- I, hope, I'm j- I hope nobody was injured, but I'm glad what? you had a mess to clean up. Yeah. Deep fat, so you'd what, you'd, just, you'd crack an egg into boiling fat? Is that what- I can't see how that would work. I don't know why a, a cracked egg would explode, though. Maybe they tried to deep so fry they, the entire shell. As in the way you boil it, but instead of boiling in the water, you boil it in fat. Ah, that's disgusting, isn't it? That's disgusting. Mind you, have, have you ever had a Scotch egg? No. Very good. Is it? Uh, it's soft. That's egg the one and with sausage. the crumbs. Oh, is that what it is? It's egg and sausage. Oh, fantastic. Wrapped in bread. Like it's, it's. How could that? How could that possibly go wrong? I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's something the Scotch. They're, they're Scotch. They're not called Scotch people. <laughs> <laughs> I just do it just because it annoys them. It's something the Scotch people have been doing for years. Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, Niels Bonanza said, uh, I know that little rapper, Bell Well. You know, it was little Bell Well's yeah, birthday. birthday. Yeah, 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 he's barking mad. But I'm. Oh, jeepers. Thank you for that, Neil. Thank you very much. It was worth it. It was worth it. I don't know if it was. That went down like a, bo- <laughs> like a boiled egg in a deep fat fryer. Uh, Night Shift Mary uh, thinks that you should become an official film critic based on your assessment of the English patient. Well, well I don't know because it was, it's, it's all very. Ne- it's only me negative reviews people like. When I say something's great, people don't care. Yeah, yeah. People get very good. People get, people get into the negativity. Because I get so upset with movies that are bad because I feel like I've literally wasted a section of my life I can never get back. Right. So basically, the only reviews you'd ever be doing would be Titanic and the English Patient. I'd be doing them all the time. <laughs> and I mean, there's some of them I've watched twice because I didn't thought they couldn't be that bad and they were actually worse the second time. Oh, my God. Um, and, yeah, cause he, but then the weird thing about it is you like... I mean, considering you think the English Patient is boring, you're actually somebody who likes... You like slow-moving movies. I do, movies yeah. I do, yeah. Where that, nothing happens. That's like, the problem. Like, you liked, you know, open water and... Lost in Translation. I and love Castaway that movie. and all that love stuff. Love Castaway. That's a yeah. great movie. They're not letting on like anything's happening. And what's, and what's different with the English patient? Your man lying in bed. It's pretending to be a war movie. <laughs> it's literally called the English patient. And it's for like I remember when the Spitfire. And then you, oh my god! And you, you see all the bits of action. You think, oh maybe, so maybe, maybe this is what. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> it's like Titanic. You get ten minutes of the boat going down. And the rest of it is just this outrageous jewel thief murderer. You were hoping that uh, Titanic was going to be like a like a towering inferno kind of movie. Exactly. That was the whole point of it. That they'd rescue them in the end. Yeah, or something like uh, maybe they'd bring it back up or something. And like, there's no point in this being predictable. I remember watching yeah. JFK. I mean, so what if it's a true story? It's nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's like the movie JFK. They shot him at the start. I was like, oh, my God. Ah, here. This is about the court case. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can't believe you did that. They shot him at the start. There you go, you see. That's the very it's reason like, why Night Shift Mary would like you to be a film critic. Ima- imagine watching imagine- a movie about Jesus and, the cru- and it starts with the crucifixion. There's nowhere to go. Well, yeah, but you could, could do those flashbacks. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is what the, that's what they did in the English patient. And that's why it's so brutal. It's, all in, it's not even in chronological order. And Jesus would be remembered Christmas before Easter and all. That would be amazing if you were a film critic. Yeah. Uh, PJ's critique of Titanic. The bloody thing sank. Yeah. <laughs> the, the opening statement. It sinks in I the know, end. I knew exactly that was, was going to happen. 
Oh my god. And Leonardo DiCaprio alone, he didn't even survive. Like, surely you should be about people to get away with it or something. Yeah. Not the jewel thief. Hope we haven't spoiled it for anybody. Uh, someone's <laughs> got to say it. Spoilers, yeah. All right, uh, 087 on WhatsApp. If you need to give us a shout, uh, always much appreciated. And we always get to see them all, as I say, even if we don't get a chance to give you a shout out and all that sort of stuff. But much appreciated. Uh, plenty of reasons to get involved, of course. Today we'll have the hit bit again in about an hour's time. Uh, we're up to about. 560 would it be something like that 560 quid on the hit bit this morning very tasty Magic Mike is with us again this morning so you can impress him get on try and win the cash and uh, we have a fantastic week on the breakfast table quiz this week where you can win every day regardless of your score just convince Mike to let you on to play and you win yourself that signed Republic of Ireland uh, senior men's team jersey and the 50 euro spar voucher just for having a just for getting on a plane it's as good as that and who knows what what Wizardry you'll dream up from God your little only, glass box in there. God only knows. There's a story here about a turkey that wrecked the dentist office. I feel like I've got a lot of common with that turkey. <laughs> yeah, Madness Our House here are Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Uh, thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Tuesday. 087 That all-important number, of course. If you want to get in touch with Magic Mike, let him know that you want to play on the Hitbit 560 euro uh, to play for before 8 o'clock this morning. And in the meantime, of course, well, regular listeners will know that there's been an ongoing saga over the last few days about um, PJ's poor old gums. Me poor old gums. Oh, my God, they're at me again. I've got yeah. He had to get his root face. canal. There was the whole thing, the, the thing around the root canal and what was going to happen. And we, we had him sort of built up for pain and agony. And he came back and he was all full of it. Saying, oh, you, you messers. So easy, I said. It was a so doddle. Easy. So overblown. Didn't feel a thing. Not even that. Just a mild inconvenience and a bit of, auto, a bit of air. Yeah. Well, I was eating me dinner the last couple of days. I says, I'll say nothing because I don't want them to gloat, I thought. Right. You know, but it was a little bit spicy now. I said, I was like, oh, there was a couple of moments where I jumped. And then me gum inflamed. And then me flipping earache came back. Oh, I couldn't believe it. You see, and you now, see. And, the th- and now, the, to be fair to you, you didn't go to the extremes about that, of this next story. I was going to. I think I was going. I'm glad I read the story before I called it. I called the dentist yesterday to book back in. Right. I'm glad I did that before I read today's story about a turkey who attacked the local dentist office and smashed the place to smithereens. Because I can sympathise completely with this turkey. Yeah. Now, I think you should probably clarify. That quite, quite obviously, the turkey wasn't in receipt of dental treatment. We've no idea. It's not in the story. What? It's not in the story. I don't, don't know. A story about a turkey wrecking a dentist's office. Yeah. And it doesn't explain why the turkey's in the office in the first place. Well, it just says, right, so here's the story, right? The the, uh, the dental staff, or the, de- you know, it was one of those small ones. But yeah. You know, we had ones where you go in and the person that checks you in also happens to be the person that uses the hoover in your mouth. <laughs> right, you know okay. You know Yeah, yeah. How you doing? It's not one of those ones where you check in and then they say, be with you in just a second. I just have to give um, this six-pack of chicken fillets to Mary. <laughs> oh, no, not, no, not like that. I think I've been to a couple of them. Oh my god, I remember going to a dentist in Thailand. I swear to God, Jim. Like it was it was for that teeth whitening thing. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I've been teeth have been wrecked ever since. They've been sore ever since. Oh my god. This is fifteen years of sore teeth. Have they been white ever since though? No, they were never white. She goes They've been slightly radioactive. And your woman that works there goes, Your teeth are so yellow she says. Your teeth are so yellow that we had to do the same the normal treatment three times. I was like Oh. oh my god! And she goes, "Are you are you in pain?" I was like, "Yeah." And she goes, "I I would have imagined." So I said, "Why did you do it then? Why did you do it?" That's reassuring, isn't mm. it? Yeah, I thought you'd be in agony. Yeah, all right. I thought so. We shouldn't have done that. 
we shouldn't really have done that she was giving me brilliant so this turkey was uh, he's been known to hang around the dentist's office right yeah there's just something about America mad oh turkeys God. remember the turkey we was attacking everyone in the park we did the story about it yeah so this turkey hangs around the dentist's office and apparently he's well known around the area and he went berserk and he went the dental staff were sitting there and he smashed through the window uh, broke the window to pieces to smithereens ran towards the door of the dentist's office started scratching and going mental pulled loads of paint off the walls destroyed knocked all the woman's things off her um, desk like smashed the place asunder oh my god started making the gobbledy gobbles outside the door as if come out here oh my god get me hands on you there was all that going on Smashed the place to pieces. Uh, so the police were called. Maybe they, he couldn't get an appointment. Maybe he's just massively frustrated that he yeah. couldn't get an appointment. I've been on the phone all this morning and nobody's answering. I can't believe no one in there even knows how to answer. I've got a two-take soap. That's probably what it was. Maybe yeah. he was trying to make an appointment, right? And they couldn't understand what he was... What's your name? Yeah. No, no, what's your name? Your, no, your, your, your name. I'm after telling you three times. It's <laughs> I, I don't know how to spell that. Jesus, can you still nothing there? <laughs> I say yeah. that's what happened. And Maybe then he just lost, lost his mind and just broke through, broke yeah. in to get. He, he decided he'd do it himself. He'd pull his own teeth out. Sounds like an obvious sort of a description to me. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, the police said and the animal control people said he was walking past. I reckon. Yeah. And he looked at the window and he saw his own reflection. And they reckon he thought his reflection was someone else that maybe got an appointment. <laughs> Instead of him. Instead of him. I can't believe you let Boo in. No wonder I couldn't get booked in because you had in there all the whole time. And he wrecked the gaff. He wrecked the gaff. Oh, um, my God. So yeah. he saw his own reflection and went mad. And he went ape. He went lunatic. Yeah, so he went. And they reckon that that's what happens. He saw another turkey cock. Uh, and he, he he lost his mind, you know. He did the turkey cocks don't like other turkey cocks. Apparently, I didn't know this. No, right? Yeah, I didn't know this. Enlightened me to that story. Yeah, that's incredible. No yeah, that's incredible. And whatever about being a turkey cock, if your name is <laughs> and you get a dental appointment before the other fella, there's going to be murder. Green Day here at Classic Hits, waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that hit bit on the way. Final call. If you want to get involved, give yourself a shot at that five hundred and sixty euro. Magic Mike standing by as always on WhatsApp oh eight seven one double eight. And, and while you're doing that, um, well, if you're, if you're a cat person, this could be kind of a, of interest to you. Maybe. I'm kind of shocked to see this, that uh, cats, house cats, I mean, cat people are, you know, they're unusual. You don't see them around normal social circles, really, do you, Jim? A lot of the time, cat people. What is it about the association of people who, you know, the, the know. kind of classic idea of that sort of the, the cat woman yeah. who has like, you know... A dozen cats all just wandering around our house. Yeah. Or whatever. What is it about that? Like, and then you call why up- did they get associated with it? As about, Like, if somebody said, oh, that guy there, he's got about a dozen dogs. I know, yeah, you don't have the, have the same connotations. Yeah. Or even a woman with a dozen dogs, it doesn't have the same connotations. And I have noticed a very extraordinary sort of thing in the new pandemic where I've seen cat chaps and cat chaps. I haven't seen many of them. Uh, cat chaps is my own name for them. People out walking their cats on leads. And it's, I think it's one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. Right. Nobody's yeah, enjoying why, it. Why, just as a matter of it, what's the thinking there? Uh, no, I, nobody's enjoying it. The cat chap is getting laughed at. 
the cats get Do, are, are, are cats not kind of obliged to have a little bit of exercise or they, they just uh, generally trust it to their own devices are cats they? are too independent we have them on a harness hanging around with a coffee shop because we had that other story on this very show where you pointed out wearing your love doctor's hat yeah. that you know men who have pictures of cats in their profile pictures on dating sites yeah. don't do well they don't do well people don't it's weird cover. that isn't it I'm telling and you. yes you know cats are fine aren't they <laughs> don't know, I'm not so sure anymore. And I've, ne- I've never owned a cat. But I've never owned a cat. I did know one charming cat. We got on very well. Mr. Fonz was his name. I don't know where who, he's gone. Who wouldn't like Mr. Fonz? I know, yeah. Oh, you want to see him. He was, was internally young, this one. Uh, oh, but now this story says almost half of all pet cats are never let outside by their owners because of fears for their health and safety. So domestic, uh, this is a, a scientific survey. So all domesticated fen- felines, felines, I nearly said, whatever a feline is, mm. they fall into two groups. So completely indoors all the time or a combination of outside-inside cat. And then now there's the third one, which is the cat shops. They obviously didn't survey any cat shops. You bring yeah. them out in lead walks. So that's, and that was with 5,000 cat owners around the world. So it's quite... A lot of people and never see, let their I, cat out because they're too afraid something will happen to the cat. I'd be the other way. I'd be afraid something would happen to me and the cat would do nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, the cat would be you there know, going, finally, I have the house to myself. Yes, I've been waiting to eat this pesky <laughs> hunk of ridiculous meat for a very long time. Yes, uh, by the time you keeled over, for God's sake. You know what I mean? You've been getting in my way for years. Take, putting a harness on me and taking me to the beach like I'm some sort of ridiculous Isn't puppy. Isn't that we immediately assume cats are so aloof? They are aloof. You know, when you do a, whenever you do a dog voice, you're always like, here, PJ, can I get out now? Yeah. And then you do a cat voice and suddenly it turns into like, I, my na- I'm actually Rafe Fiennes yeah. pretending to be a cat. You may have seen me in the English patient. I know, but cats are all, yeah, that's what cats are like. They're like theatre actors. They just act like they're above you all the time, even though they can't support themselves. <laughs> That's exactly what they're like. What do you mean they can't support themselves? Well, you know, my theatre actors were all like, oh, oh my God, this is so <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the cats. I do as well. The cat never gets a... The cat doesn't go out working either. You know, t- the cat doesn't go out working. The cat never gets a job. Dogs have loads of jobs. All right, service okay. dogs and service animals and they bring you all of these things. Yeah, there's uh, no working cats. There's cats, there's dogs so doing all security and everything. Cats are the sort of aristocracy of the, they are, yeah. of, the of the animal world. And the poor dog, they're looking down on them. He's like, where are you going? I'm going to work if you don't mind. I have to go to the airport and find drugs. <laughs> and he's like, oh, so lame. I'm sitting oh, it in... It must be awful to be middle class. Uh, I'm sitting in writing poetry about what my owner will taste like on the day of his demise. Ireland's classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online, available at supermax.ie. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit bit. The hit bit is worth 560 euros this morning. I'm going to say it again to y'all, new brand new hit bit. Here is what it sounds like. And first up to have a go is Declan McCarthy. How are you, Declan? Hi, how you doing? Not too bad, Declan. How are you getting on? Um, I'm not too bad, man. I'm good. All good. All well, good. Good stuff. What part of the country are you in this morning? Yeah, I'm in, in Cork and Cork City. Oh, very good. Very good. And yeah. are you at home or at work, Declan? What's your plan today? What's going on for you? Yeah, I'm. Um, uh, I, 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 
I like the sound of that. I'm at home-ish. <laughs> I'm at home-ish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say no more, right? This, this the cork way of telling you to mind your own business. Exactly. Not in a wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could tell you, Jim, but I don't want to. <laughs> I like it, Declan. I like uh, it. Right. Give this, this man the cash. This is why I miss cork so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, go on, yeah. Declan. What do you think? Um, I think it's um, uh, ABBA, uh, Dancing Queen. Oh, right. God, a big classic hit, Michael. Yeah, absolutely. And I see you're taking a chance, taking a chance, taking a chance, <laughs> chance, chance, Declan. Uh, on the- yeah. Yeah. That's not One right. of his better ones. One of his better ones. Come on. All right. Anyway, it's wrong. Sorry. Uh, sorry oh, about that, Declan. Unlucky, Declan. Have a good day, man. Take care of yourself. Uh, man. Thanks for playing. See Cheers. Bye bye now. Sarah Kinsler waiting there patiently. How are you, Sarah? Not too bad, thanks. How are you? What's the crack, Sarah? Where are you this morning? I'm in Dublin. Good stuff, yeah. Are you allowed to tell us where or which part of the environs of the commuter belt you're in? I'm in Tala. Tala, good stuff. Okay. Right. Again, somebody who's not, who's not exactly abundant <laughs> with know, the information. Like, Have you, you noticed that? Get you the point, lads. Yeah, I'll get, get to the point. I will answer you with one word. <laughs> <laughs> Monosyllabic, Sarah. She's obviously yeah. decided, she's obviously decided, right, that, uh, you know, the, the less you know, the better, PJ. Know, yeah. It's probably that's dead it. right, Sarah. It's none of my business. I'm just too curious. I'm too nosy. That's what it is. So what do you think this is, Sarah? We'd love to give you some money. Uh, I think it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers Californication. Good right. tune. Good tune. Good tune and a red hot guest, but it isn't right, Sarah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> ah, sorry, thanks, Sarah. Sarah. Unlucky. Sarah, listen, yeah. thanks for playing. Have a good day. Bye, Take bye, care bye, of yourself. Cheers. Bye bye. Right, so uh, it means, of course, you can play again with Niall Boylan. Half one today. Mm. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm yeah. letting people down every morning. You Why? are letting people yeah. down. Yeah, I'm supposed to be giving them What do you money? mean, not giving them the cash? Yeah, or, or like, just your appalling puns. <laughs> that's outrageous. PJ, that's outrageous. Do something about that. I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> Poor Michael. That's a shocking way. Yeah. You don't have to come here for abuse. You can go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, George Michael and Freedom 90 here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, lots still to come on the way, of course, in the next hour. It will be the uh, breakfast table quiz. And the, and the good thing about it this week is that if you're somebody who never normally has a go at the breakfast table quiz, particularly since it is our kind of final week in the show and all that, that it would be good to get you on, get you on, have a go, because no matter what you score, uh, you're going to win yourself a prize. Because we're on board this week with uh, SPAR, and uh, particularly SPAR and the FAI. They're launching um, this series of lessons all based on the theme of football. And um, the idea, it's aimed at sort of fourth, fifth and sixth class students. But it's called Spar FAI School Zone at spar.ie. You can check it out at spar.ie and register and do all that. But they've given us uh, a Republic of Ireland senior men's team jersey, which will be signed, OK, by the, uh, by the players and uh, a 50 euro Spar voucher every day. So literally, if you came on and got everything wrong... You'd walk away with those prizes. That's Still pretty cool. You can't lose. It's a no-lose situation this week in the breakfast table quiz. Yeah, absolutely. And as I say, this week of all weeks, be great to... If you, you know, if it's something that was kind of at the back of your mind to have a go at, and you never quite got around to it, sure, have a go. Magic Mike will be leaning in your direction. 87 188 uh, Let him know if you want to play. And also, just on that subject, since it is the uh, final week of the show, Mike was just mentioning, if you fancy having a little um, a bit of nostalgia moment, with some of the best bits. If there was a kind of a favourite old bit that PJ and myself did in the past. Let us know, yeah, what yeah. it is, and we'll try. And we'll maybe, uh... maybe kind of towards the end of the week, maybe Thursday, Friday, we might bash out a few of them. If there's a kind of a, a something, a highlight from the past that you wouldn't mind hearing again that was, you know, caught you as particularly funny or 
whatever it happens to be, a little old memory, you know, feel free. Let us know. Magic Mike in particular, of course, 087 And uh, he was saying maybe he'll dig a couple out for uh, for Thursday or Friday this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a rib tickler, Jim. Eh? <laughs> a rib tickler, Yeah, a little rib tickler, Jim. Mm. Right, so listen, uh, breakfast table quiz on the way in the next hour. And also, uh, your choice of music... Apparently yeah. says a lot about you. Apparently just wait here. Cla- apparently people who love classical music. Right. Sniggledy, sniggledy snakes, Jim. Oh, no way. Yeah. Not to be trusted. Steelers wheels stuck in the middle with you here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this uh, Tuesday, Tuesday 9th of March. Thanks for letting us hang out with you folks. Good to have you. And, of course, uh, breakfast table quiz on the way this hour. If you fancy a bash, remember, everybody wins this week. All you've got to do is convince Mike to let you on to play. And you can pick yourself up that signed Republic of Ireland jersey and the 50 euro spar voucher. That's all up for grabs this week. Just uh, give him a shout on WhatsApp, 087-188-0008. And while you're doing that, uh, well, I'll tell you something. If you, got, you know, if you regard yourself as having sort of an eclectic music taste, if you exactly. think you, you like all sorts of genres, you love a bit of anything, all music is good music, well, I tell Well, you, you shouldn't, because just be that careful. makes you a mixed match of everything, so be very careful. Anybody who's one of these, oh, I like a bit of everything. Hold on a minute, I'm describing myself here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't trust in myself either, so that's grand. Exactly. Uh, but, you got, you, so, but the thing is, right, they've done this sort of, I suppose it's a survey of sorts, where they've asked a whole lot of people about their personalities. They did these are very probing personality questions. Right. And then they compared it to the music they like. Now, this is far from very comprehensive, but at the same time, it gives us a window into the musical soul of a person, yeah. I think, Jim, in the way. Because the weird thing about it is, whenever you see sort of, you know, um, movies or, or TV shows or whatever, and there's, you know, like serial killers or whatever involved, yeah. they always seem to have, in the in the movie versions, they always seem to have a penchant for, like, thrash metal or something. They do. <laughs> they do. And it turns out that's completely wrong. People who like thrash metal are angry at the stage of the world and they want to help people and they're probably quite... You know, um, quite. Uh, it says poetic. I don't know about that. You're gonna cut your head off. I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna blend your cat. I'm gonna eat it with chips. I don't know about that. But it says they're, you know, that they're quite actually. It's a lot of internal angst for how the world right. could be a better place. So Whereas, that's the, yeah, that's their version. That's how they release. They don't go and take it out on the world. Yeah, they go and they just right. do a head banging in the bedroom. You okay. Know, get Whereas, a kind of links Africa and scream into it. <laughs> if you're into this. Now, you see, listening to that, of course, you'd uh, conjure up images of people who are very refined, yeah, uh, very dignified, very, very calm, people who are cultured, people who appreciate the finer things in life. In other words, Pe- sneaky, sniggledy <laughs> snakes, calculating themselves all the time about what they can do to you next. Really? And, and believe it or not, when it comes to the love rat element of things, people who love classical music, the most likely to be sniggling around in somebody's... Other areas. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So apparently, so you're. They're, they're so not, classical music people are not to be trusted. Yeah. Now it says, look, they're the least trustworthy of the gang. But like twenty five percent, it says, of people who really call classical music, you know, their favorite, their favorite would have been up to a bit of with the. Somewhere no at some time, yeah. Oh, so is it specifically love rats as opposed to just untrustworthy and like business and whatever else? Well, classical music, yeah. But then I suppose, you know, if you're untrustworthy there, who knows? Although it's a different type of thing. So, for instance, like if you take other types of music, like you say, yeah. uh, say you take pop music, for example. A right? bit of pop music, like a bit of this, for example, your favourite. I came in like a rainbow. I never hit the 
Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball Right so wow. that's our example Of a little bit of pop music Is that What's pop music? I would have thought That was rock music Well Mike has it in As pop music I So for, our, for our purposes Cyrus. See it's Miley She's tainted which is always going to be carrying around the Montana, the Hannah Montanas. Well, there you go. You that see, that's me now. That's like Axl Rose would sing that song. <laughs> I think. <laughs> anyway, right? Mike has it as our, as our pop tune. So, what does it say about pop then? Pop. People are into pop. It actually doesn't say a lot about their um, personality as such, but it does say they have high self-esteem, and it also says they love a day's hard work, Jim. Oh yeah. And me, the Miley Cyrus fan. I mean, she was swinging on that, but she was knocking down buildings. What? Uh, probably had her hard hat on. <laughs> probably yeah. very little else, to be fair. And you know what I mean. So she was doing a hard day's work. She was doing while a hard day's singing, work. singing as she worked. Fine, she was doing. She was working so hard she didn't have time to get her drawers on. <laughs> Right, so that's pop music. What else have you got for so us? So we got rock music as well. Rock music. Now, this is what Michael regards as a bit of a rock tune. See, now this... Oh, I think this is Mighty Cyrus' second album. <laughs> Guns N' Roses, Paradise City. What does it say about rock people? It says people who are into rock music, they really are intuitive people. Intuitive? Intuitive people. So they're oh, really intuitive. Yeah. They they're know really when somebody's pulling the wool on them. It seems to be they associate it with, uh, they're great at information gatherers, which means they're really open to future possibilities. It says about rock music. Uh, and it also says that they can be flexible and relaxed. I mean, in fairness, mm. I get that to a degree. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening flexible. to this... Well, I suppose if you can listen to this and relax, you can do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, there you go. Flexible rock people. Yeah. Who the thunkers? Who the thunkers? Yeah. Uh, and also then there's them um, R&B. You know that R&B. That's not R&B, Michael, is it? Is it not? I think it is. Is that not R&B or... See, there's two I mean, I know schools. that's cla- yeah, because that's classic sort of Motown. That's Motown or rhythm and blues, right? Right, okay. And then there's the new like I don't even. I know thought R and B was all that sort of you know like the stuff in the nineties. What do you right? call um, you know like Nelly and Kelly and all that and uh, Usher and all that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Ah, uh, that's a different R and B. This is the thing. It's R and B is split down the middle, right? Isn't it? So what does R and B? What's R and B say about you then? R and B says uh, they're very outgoing, very social, very confident. Shouldn't be a surprise, I suppose, really. Uh, yeah. You know, with all yeah, of this to be stuff. fair, like, yeah, R&B, confidence yeah. in the modern R&B. It also says that they can be very smart, people who love this, very, very, very smart, but traditionally some of them, some of them, a bit shallow. No way. A bit shallow, yeah. Right. They'd be there like, have you, made, have you see Jim there the other day? I see a yeah, lovely man, but did you see his jumper? They'd be judging <laughs> you on your jumper now. <laughs> They'd be, you know, Wouldn't like be the first time. I've been judged on worse. <laughs> Right, okay. So it's a, yeah, so it's got a it's very 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 smart, very so very outgoing, fair, but yes. maybe a little shallow, maybe a little bit, you know, they judge things on the surface a little bit, you know, that like uh, they they want all the shiny things, yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. So basically the only people who came out bad out of the whole thing were the uh, were the classical people, yeah? Pretty much, yeah. So if somebody spends their day listening to that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'll do with those pesky two. I'll show them a little something. So it's got the yeah, so. So if you walk into villains. your house and that's playing. Villains. Checking your other half, she might be up to no good. Yeah, just like you wouldn't put the trash metal back on, love. I liked you much better then. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. When the best prize out there is. Try 
Time to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets some more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's. CKES.ie. Right, so this week we are celebrating the Spar FAI School Zone at Spar.ie. Have fun learning through football. What is it? Well, basically, it's aimed at fourth, fifth, and sixth class students. It's uh, four weeks of uh, two lessons per week, and it's delivered digitally for teachers uh, and parents so that you can access it online. Teachers, if they want, they can use it in the, uh, in the classroom, obviously. Uh, parents, they can use the uh, lessons as kind of fun football-themed, acti- football-themed activities. <laughs> See what, happens, see what happens when you eat too early. I, I know. Um, uh, or, you know, after school or weekends or whatever. And it's a fun way to learn maths and history and geography and English and art and Irish and all that sort of stuff. All of the details that you will need and how to get involved, what it's all about, uh, is on spar.ie. And as well as the stuff that we're giving you every single day, courtesy of Spar, this signed Republic of Ireland senior men's team jersey and the 50 euro voucher, there's additional winning there to be done uh, for one school. Uh, who could win um, uh, a football kit for their school. And uh, you can all, there's all sorts of things. Look, if you check out spar.ie, you'll get the full rundown of everything that's available. Absolutely, so you will. And uh, what in seven is the score to beat so far? So eight or more put you in the lead. But not that it matters, having listened to Jim McCabe, who can't give things away quick enough. <laughs> yeah. It's Trisha Hand who's going to play this morning. Hiya, Trisha. Hi, good morning, lads. How are you getting on, Trisha? Where are you today? I'm in swords. Very, very good. What's it like outside, actually? It's supposed to be a bit of a wet one this week, I think. I think later on the season it is, so I better get home and take the clothes. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. God, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Oh, isn't that, yeah. That's such a grown-up memory, isn't it? it oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I'm at the, 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 the joy of getting a line of clothes dry. I've, le- <laughs> I've, left, the, I've left the washing out. Oh, oh jeepers. Oh, no. I never know. If, I still don't know. Are you supposed to wash it again if the rain gets it? Oh, God, no. No, it's grand. It's I'm, considered washed. I'm really glad Trisha joined in on that because you were looking at me and I was thinking, why does he think I would know this? Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm always, I'm afraid of washing those. I have to like, I have to shake my clothes and make sure there's no spiders and all down them and everything. I get all, I get all freaked out over them. Right, uh, Trisha, listen, the fantastic news for you is no matter what you're about to score, you're still a winner. You're going to get the signed uh, Irish jersey and the 50 euro spar voucher. So that is yours. Are you ready to play? Oh, yeah, go for it, yeah. Best of luck. Here we go. According to the proverb, you can't make a silk purse without what? Oh, a, a silver no, lining, no? A sow's ear. What relation is a man's wife to his parents? Um, a daughter-in-law. What French term is used for social events that take place after skiing? After skiing. In fashion, what surname links Giorgio and Emporio? Armani. Mozzarella is a type of what food? Cheese. What is the name given to a male hare or a rabbit? Um, pass. It's a book. A moggy is a slang word for what? For what animal? A which? A moggy. Um, a dog. A cash. Which alcoholic drink is traditionally added to hot water and sugar to make a toddy? Whiskey. Which female vocalist sang the 2001 hit "I'm Like a Bird"? Pass. Nelly Furtado used in technical drawing. What shape is a set set square? Um, it's a semicircle. Oh no, it's a triangle. It is. What is the female equivalent of an uncle? Who wrote the horror novel Dracula? Um, Bram Stoker. That's yes. the one. That's the one. Well done. I think you might be in the lead. I'd have a feeling oh, she might be. Embarrassed 
No, not no. far from it. Not at all. Far One, two, it. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, you are oh, in the lovely. lead, Trisha. Look at that. Lovely. And of course, not that it even matters, <laughs> Trisha. No, no, You're going no, away no. with your hands full. You've got the uh, signed jersey by the Republic of Ireland senior men's team and the 50 euro spar voucher. Lovely. Well done, you. Thanks very much. And, and get out, get the washing in quick. Yeah, yeah I'm going home now. Excellent. Okay. Shake right. out the spiders and then wash it again and dry it indoors for safety's sake. <laughs> okay, With a hairdryer. Thanks, Tricia. Take <laughs> okay, care. Bye-bye. bye-bye. So there you go. That's what it's all about. Doesn't matter what you score in the breakfast table quiz this week. Courtesy of Spar and their FAI, uh, FAI school zone at spar.ie. Everyone's a winner. Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero here at Classic Hits. Uh, today's hero, of course, Colm Lawler is celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday, Colm Lawler. That name rings a bell. I think Colm's a long-time listener, but his wife Lorraine was on and uh, his sons Adam and Ethan wanted to wish him a happy birthday because he's 50 today. Oh, welcome to the fifth floor. Yeah. Congratulations. What are you saying welcome? You're not 50 yet. No, I've had a look in through your window, though. <laughs> I know. I have, I have an idea. You've been stalking, haven't you? Stalking, yeah, you know what I mean. Unreal. Anyway, listen, Colm Lawler, happy birthday to you. Uh, 87 if you want to give us a, spe- a shout. Actually, speaking of age, this kind of story is, is sort of, it's age-related of sorts, isn't it? It absolutely is, in a way, I suppose, because it turns out that it's a, the message is clear and it's absolutely true. Mammy knows best. Everybody has finally realised after People out there will be If there's anybody out there Well, mummies obviously um, Who happen to be in the company of their kids at the moment They'll yeah. be literally They'll be turning the volume up on the radio saying, Now listen to this now listen While you to see this. this This could save you a lot of time and a lot of aggravation If you're going to school with your mummy now And I know your mummy's doing your head in She does all her head in when we're your age going to school Because we think mummy's only mad at that time and then one day you'll hit an age where you'll be thinking, Mammy knows best, she was always right. The problem is, you don't realise it until you're 28 years old. 28? So it takes you 28 years to finally realise you are getting the good advice from Mammy all the time. Minimum. Wow. I have to say, it took me a bit longer, if I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah, I have to, I'm probably in that neck of the woods, yeah. So all those little Mammyisms you've been getting your whole life, you know, eat your greens, choose your friends wisely, don't be hanging out with that lot. That's what Matt did. You were going to say, that's what your ma would have said if she'd have known me. That's what you should have oh, said. I, I wouldn't trust that fella. I don't know about that fella there, you know. I don't know about him. Yeah, anybody that can stand around combing their own back yeah. can't be trusted. They'd be saying, they'd be there going... <laughs> She'd be there. Don't trust a fella who doesn't hang around people his own age. <laughs> That's what she'd be saying. <laughs> That's what she'd be saying. Oh my god. I are, yeah. All of those things, all those mammyisms, they all come true, you know, no yeah. matter what they are. A, a donkey in the bush is worth two in a row. Well, hang on a second now. You say all those mammyisms or whatever. I mean, all the thing about, you know. Like what was that? Like oh, you know, your your face will stay that way. Oh yeah, if the wind changes. Or oh yeah, putting that's... the putting those th- that, you know the the bicycle pump on your hand will give, give you warts. warts. And carrots make you see in the dark. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, there's a few of them now. Okay, we're flat. Mammy can be a bit of a liar sometimes. <laughs> Let's be honest, you know. All of a sudden, mummies have started turning the radio down. Yeah. No, he didn't mean that bit. It was the bit at the start. Yeah. This is why it takes us to 28 years old. Because you're trying re- to work it out. Because you're trying to work out which ones are the great advice from mummy and which ones are the absolute lies to just get you to do what you need to do. Yeah. Or what because she needs you to do. The last thing you want to be is that, you know, 28 or 30 year old who turns around among their friends in the pub or at a party or something and says, oh, I'll tell you something, I'll never forget the wise words my ma said to me about. Uh, a bicycle tyre giving you warts. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure that's what you... you like, that's all you took from your mouth? It's fresh air. <laughs> it's fresh air going through a tube. It doesn't give you warts. What?
Ah, yes, hey, wise words yeah. indeed. My whole life has been a lie, that fella be saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, oh. so the, the penny drops about 28. 28. It's, yeah, it takes that long to work out the lies. Yeah, save you. Tell your mammy something nice today, though.